What I sense in my heart that's going to happen in this service this evening. First and foremost, Jesus is going to be glorified. People's lives are going to be touched by the anointing. Amen. I want to ask those of you who actually want hands laid upon you tonight for healing in your body just to raise your hand right now. Raise your hand. So that's quite a number of you. Okay? So I'm going to teach the Word of God for a while, and then we're going to have a healing line. I'm going to ask, ask Brother George and Terry to come help me pray. I'm going to ask anybody from the Nicolopolis family to help me pray. Of course, Brenda and then Tony and Rachel. And so my intention tonight is not so much to preach for a long time, because we want to give plenty of room and plenty of space for a time of prayer. Okay. Amen? And so, Lord, we look to you tonight. We trust the greater one on the inside of us. Speak to us by your spirit. Lord, may there be deposits of the grace of God run deeply into our hearts tonight. And we pray in the name of Jesus and all said, Amen. Amen. So we know that one of the names that our father was known by, the Lord was known by, is Jehovah Rapha. He said this in the book of Exodus, I am the Lord who heals you. Amen. He is the healer. And he is the God who does not change. And there are a lot of different ways that he does heal today. Aren't you glad that our God is not a God who can be put in a box? He is God. He is the magnificent God. And he has several ways to touch the people of God. Number one, there is what we would call the command of faith. Look at Mark 11, verse 23, and we're going to move rather quickly through a couple of these. But here's what Jesus himself said. For verily I say unto you, that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith, Amen. He shall, shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. Now let's keep that up there right now because I want to show you something. What Jesus is describing in verse 23 of Mark 11 is really not prayer. It is not <clears throat> prayer that is directed to the Father. What Jesus is describing for us here is a command of faith that moves mountains. A command of faith that can move arthritis. A command of faith in the lips and in the heart of a believer. Under the anointing of the Holy Spirit, I believe with all of my heart, can remove cancers. You see, with God, all things are possible. Now the key for us is to hook up with Him and to believe what He said and then act on what He said. Amen. So Jesus we know was in constant communication with the Father, was he not? But when he dealt with sickness and disease, most of the time, if not all the time, he really didn't pray. He was already prayed up. So from that place of communion, he commanded. From that place of communion, he declared. And so he commanded sickness to go. Did he not tell devils to go? Yeah, he, did. he did not ask. He was not politically correct. He did not negotiate. <laughs> he gave commands. 
Now, notice with me in that verse, it says that whosoever. It doesn't just say Jesus. It says whosoever shall say. Question I have for you tonight. Are you a whosoever? We could say it like this. Whosoever shall have whatsoever he saith. But also, whosoever under the anointing of the Holy Spirit, who has faith in the power of God, can speak to mountains. And there may be some of that happening tonight. There may be some people under the anointing of the Holy Spirit just speaking to that sickness and disease and commanding it to leave your body. Another way that our magnificent God heals, He does so through the gifts of the Spirit. You know, you notice in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, it says there's different gifts and there's the same Spirit and the manifestation of the Spirit is given to everyone for the profit of all. The gifts of the Spirit are for the profit of people who receive the gifts. And one of the greatest gifts in the gifts of the Spirit is the gifts of healings. Everyone say gifts of healings. And so God anoints people. I don't know how, I don't know why, but God anoints certain people with certain giftings, if you will, for certain types of diseases. Amen. And so we may have some of that going on tonight. Amen. But what we don't want to do is we do not want to limit God. He is unlimited. And you will notice that in the gifts of the Spirit, oftentimes they work collaboratively. I think that's the right word, meaning they work together. Like, for example, Pastor Tom, under the inspiration and under the unction of the Holy Spirit, may get a word of knowledge. That's one of the gifts of the Spirit. He may sense in his spirit that perhaps someone during a service, now or in the future, maybe is dealing with migraine headaches. And a specific word for a specific season and for a specific occasion, it's a rhema word. Well, when the gifts of the Spirit operate and function, we should be all in and we should say, Yes, Lord, yes, Lord, do your will, do your thing in our midst. See, the word of knowledge, God knows everything. He's omniscient. He knows everything about our bodies. He knows everything that can hurt our flesh or our souls. And God gives out a word and it's not a particular book of knowledge, but it may be a word of knowledge. And so one of the things that the word of knowledge does is the word of knowledge just shows us exactly how much he cares for us. Knowing that He cares, understand this, will raise your expectancy to receive an answer from Him. Now put your hand over your heart and say, My Father, Father, He cares for me. me. Let's lift up both hands and let's just ask God. Father, in the name of Jesus, we pray for great manifestations of Your Holy Spirit in our midst. In the course of this we're inviting you, precious Holy Spirit, to move mightily, do what you do, and we give you the glory for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, another way that God heals, He just heals us through the Word of God. Amen? How many of you have ever been healed just by reading the Word? Or maybe you've been in a service and the anointed word was going out. You know, there's a difference between an anointed teacher and just a teacher. Amen? The anointing destroys the yoke. It removes the burdens. But how many of you have ever just been under the word, sitting under the word, and all of a sudden, your pain was gone? 
I mean, you may have walked into a service with maybe a knee ache or a headache or a backache or something. And during praise and worship and during the teaching of the word, you notice, wow, glory to God, I'm healed. I'm healed by the power of God. I wonder, is the word of God important for us to plant into the, into the ground of our heart? It absolutely is. In Proverbs chapter 4, and I want you to look at verses 20 through 22, it says, My son, and that includes my daughters, attend to my words. And he goes on to say, incline thine ear to my sayings. Keep them in the midst of thine heart, for they my words, they are life unto those that do what? They are life unto those, not that find that dude. You know, that guy can't do anything for you without God. Now notice, let's read this together. My son, attend to my words. Incline thine ear to my sayings. Keep them in the midst of thine heart. Hallelujah. <coughs> Let them not depart from before thine eyes. Keep them in the midst of thy heart. For they are life to those that, what? And it is health and healing to all of our flesh. So we take God's medicine through the eyes and through the ears. Now, I was reading F.F. Bosworth's book last night called Christ the Healer. If you don't have that book, get that book. Let me just read a couple excerpts from it. The word is the seed, Jesus said. It is the seed of divine life until the person seeking healing is sure from God's word that it is God's will to heal him. He is trying to reap a harvest where there is no seed planted. It is impossible for a farmer to have faith for a harvest before he was sure that the seed had been planted. It is not God's will that there shall be a harvest without the planting of the seed, without his will being known and acted on. Jesus said, you shall know the truth and the truth shall what? It'll set you free. So freedom from sickness comes from knowing the truth. Now he goes on to say, God does nothing without his word. He sent his word and healed us. Raise your right hand and say, he sent his word, and he healed me, and he delivered me from my destruction. Oh, that's awesome. Now, for each sick person to know that it is God's will to heal him, it is necessary for the seed to be planted in his heart and in his thinking. It is not planted... Until it is known and received and trusted. Now think about this. No sinner can become a Christian before he knows that it is God's will to save him. How many of you can remember your born again experience? How did you hear that it was the will of God for you to be saved? Someone preached a message that the will of God and the plan of God was for you not to go to hell but to go to heaven. Amen. And then when that word was preached, what came? Faith came. Because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And when you open up your heart 
and believe in your heart and say with your mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord, the Bible says you got saved. You see, to get from, from death to life, the seed of God's word had to be planted somewhere, somehow along the line. And oftentimes to get from disease to divine health, the seed of God's word must be planted. Now, I know that many of you probably do not even know a third of what the Bible has to say about your healing. And I do not say that to condemn you. I say that to exhort you. To get in the Word and find healing scriptures, meditate on them, plant them in the seed of your heart, water them with praise and worship, and you will see a harvest of healing flowing continuously in your life. Thank you for your enthusiasm. Praise the Lord. Amen. Say it with me, God's good all the time. I like this, what he says. It is the word of God planted and watered and steadfastly trusted, which heals both the body and the soul. The seed must remain planted and kept watered before it can produce a harvest. Amen. And I want to say tonight that it's harvest time. We're putting in the sickle tonight. And I believe that we are going to reap a harvest of healings and a harvest of miracles. So he heals because he's God. He heals through the gifts of the Spirit. He heals through the Word of God. And he heals also by prayer. Look with me at Mark eleven twenty four. We've already looked at Mark eleven twenty three. Mark 11, verse 24. Now notice this, what it says here. In Mark eleven twenty four, he says, therefore, I say unto you. So who's he talking to? Are you talking to me? Therefore, I say unto you, what things soever you desire. Now, if you desire healing, is that, is that not something? What things soever you desire, when you pray, do what? Believe that you receive them. And you will have them. Now here's what F.F. Bosworth says. He says this. When we pray, we actually believe that we receive what we ask for. How do we do that? We pray our praise, prayers based on the word of God. We believe and we receive. So praying for healing with the faith destroying words. Oh God, if it be thy will. It is not planting the seed. It is destroying the seed. See, a lot of people want to, you know, think that they're humble and, and, you know, we just don't know what the will of God is. And we don't ever want to assume that it's God's will for us to be healed. So they add these faith destroying words to their prayer. Lord, heal Uncle Johnny. Heal Aunt Susie, if it be thy will. Well, how are we going to know whether it's the will of God to heal Uncle Johnny or to heal Aunt Susie? We've got to go to the word, which is the will of God. And in the word of God, we see the will of God. And from Genesis to the book of Revelation, you will see health and healing flowing all throughout the whole Bible. Amen. And so we can have confidence tonight as we pray. The scripture says, this is the confidence that we have in him. Who is him? Him is the healer. 
Who is him? Him is the God who doesn't change. Him is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And this is the confidence, the boldness, the assurance that we have in him. That if we ask anything according to his will or his word, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us, we know that we do have the petitions that we desired of him. So knowing the will of God is of utmost importance in every area of our life. Amen. Say it with me. God's word is God's will and God's word is God speaking to me. Hallelujah. Amen. Bosworth says, faith is based on the word of God alone. It is the gospel which the Holy Spirit says is the power of God unto salvation in all of its phases, both physical and spiritual. And this gospel is for every creature of all nations. The good news never leaves you and I with uncertainty. And so we pray, Lord, I know your will. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. I thank you that your will says that you took my infirmities, you bore my diseases, and by the stripes that wounded you, I am healed and I am whole from the crown of my head to the, so- to the soles to the tip of my toes. Amen? Praise the Lord. Now I see some people are fanning. I see some people are just ice cold. So guys, fix it up. Do what you got to do. Are you, sli- are you cold? Yeah, it's chilly. So guys, whatever you got to do, turn it off, whatever the case may be. Amen. So while they're doing that, let's say a few words. Say it with me. Himself took my infirmities and bore my sicknesses. Now, years ago, that became real to me. Here's what became real to me. What Jesus bore, I don't have to bear. And what Jesus took, I don't have to take. Look at your name and say, we ain't going to take it. (laughs) Say it with me, I ain't going to take it. Now, just like you would not invite a box of snakes from UPS delivered to your house in the morning and allow it to come into your living room, at least I hope you didn't order a box of snakes. So, we would not invite sickness and disease into our lives that knocks on our door on a regular basis. Yeah, but Pastor Mark, you never know. God might be trying to teach me something through this disease. No, God's got a higher way. He's got a better way to teach us lessons. I find that the word of God is profitable for reproof, for doctrine, and for correction. Amen. And instruction in righteousness. If you need to be corrected, just listen to the Holy Spirit. No, he doesn't need to borrow something from the devil, amen, to teach you some deep, mysterious lesson. That's hogwash. That comes from the spirit of religion, and it's just not the truth. I'm going to run on that one. Hallelujah. Somebody says, how do you know that? Well, I look at the will. That doesn't line up with the will. It doesn't line up with the word, does it? No, every good gift, 
And every perfect gift comes from where? Above. Every bad gift and every imperfect gift doesn't come from above. It comes from hell beneath. And so the good things, the good gifts come from the father of lights, the father of love, the father of life, not the God of this world who is the father of lies. And so the father of lies has sold many, many Christians a bill of goods. And so they stand in this zone of, well, you just never know what God might do. He might be trying to teach you a lesson. I don't know what the will of God is that. That person is open prey for the destroyer. I'm sorry, but that person is open prey. And the Bible says this. That we are not to be ignorant of Satan's devices. It says that we have an enemy. He is a roaring lion. Walking about, prowling about, seeking whom he may devour. You should put your stake in the ground with the word of God and the will of God and say, Devil, you may not devour me. Not only you may not devour me, but my family, my loved ones, and anyone around me. Sometimes you just got to get bold. And take your stand rather than just rolling over and playing dead like a possum. Bosworth says this, the seed is powerless until it's planted. Now, I love this statement. Listen very carefully. Many, instead of saying, pray for me, should first say, teach me God's word. You see, when they came to Jesus, they came to hear him and to be healed. Lots of people just come to be healed, but they don't want to hear anything. And God in his grace and God in his mercy will heal you. Amen. But there will come a counterattack. So you've got to be taught the word of God. So you know how to stand against that when it knocks on your door again. Hallelujah. And let's just look at one or two more because we're going to pray tonight. How many of you got your faith out tonight? How many of you got your expectors out? Well, that's three quarters of you. What about the rest of you guys? Huh? What about the rest of you? Amen. You got your faith out? You got your expectors on? Glory to God. Are you just looking at me like, hey, dude, feed me. I'm hungry. All right, I'll feed you. But dude, you got to give me something back. Amen. Don't look at me in that tone of voice. You get in my face, I'm going to get in yours. Now, Mark chapter 16. Now that we got that settled, thank you very much. I'll do an Elvis on you. Thank you very much. Hallelujah. Mark 16, verse 17 and 18. By the laying on of hands. Everyone say, by the laying on. And that's what's going to happen tonight. We are going to have men and women of God, anointed by God, lay hands on you. In Mark 16, verse 17, 18, it says, And these signs shall follow those who what? Believe. Those who believe. believe. These signs shall follow those who believe. In my name, they will cast out demons. They don't go looking for demons, but if a demon shows up, they cast it out in the name of Jesus. And one other, other sign that follows believers, they shall speak with new tongues. They will take up serpents, and if they drink any deadly thing, amen, it shall by no means hurt them. 
That doesn't mean you go out to prove a point by handling snakes and drinking poison and say, hey, look at my faith. You're not dead. <laughs> no, that's stupid. That's foolishness and that's presumption. But if you happen to eat something that's not right, you happen to drink something that's not good, just lay, on your hand, lay hands on yourself. In the name of Jesus, you cannot hurt me. Now say this with me real strong. Behold, Behold. he's given me power power. to tread on serpents and scorpions and and over all the power of the enemy. And nothing, nothing. by no means, means. at any time, time. is going to ever hurt me. Amen. Lusa, hallelujah. Now notice... They shall lay hands on what? And the sick, they will recover. So believing is the switch that turns the healing power on and connects with it. And you as a believer have this power available to you. And we at Heart of the Bay Christian Center firmly believe in the full gospel. That Jesus went to the cross, spirit, soul, and body to redeem mankind's spirit, soul, and body. Can you shout amen? Another way that you can receive healing is just come into this auditorium and be saturated with the presence of God. Now, one of the qualifiers of that is you got to open your heart to that. Amen? Open up your heart. When we have praise and worship, lift up your heart as well as your hands to God. There is the presence of the Lord that can saturate a whole room where no one may even have to lay hands on you and you can be healed by the glory of God. Say it with me. Healed by the glory of God. Psalms 9.3 says this. When my enemies are turned back, they shall fall And they shall perish at the presence of God. Bondages of mind and body are broken just by being in the presence of God. So what do you say? We raise our consciousness when we come together. And that we be not only a purpose-driven church, but we be a presence-driven church. Where we invite His presence to do for us what only He can do in our lives. And then lastly, one more scripture, and I want you to turn there. Turn to Acts chapter 16, verse 25 and 26. You know, the preacher's doing pretty good tonight. I mean, the preacher, this is my third go at it, guys. The preacher's doing good, and we're only at 26 minutes and 22 seconds. Wow. Now, I could preach an hour, but I have this sense that you don't want me to, so I'm not going to. We're going to see people healed by the power of God. Amen. That's what we've come for tonight. We've come to see people healed, to be strengthened, to be encouraged, to be lifted, and to be blessed. Amen. Thank you. Amen. Sit down. I know you're excited, but just, just, you know, let me finish before you get up and shout. Just sit back down. (laughs) Hallelujah. And by the way, we have a great healing school here every Thursday where you can hear truth like this. You can hear it taught over like a 50-minute period of time. You can, you can watch videos. You can hear 
Brother George and Sister Terry teach the anointed word of God every Thursday at noon. It's a good thing, guys. And so feed your faith and starve your doubts to death. Say with me, I'm feeding my faith tonight. And I'm starving my doubts to death. Now, don't think just because you've got something going on in your body that you're a loser. You are a winner from the get-go. You are not the sick. You are the healed. And Satan's just trying to make you sick. Amen. Now, here's another one that's really, really good. And it's good for all, all times, all every time of year. It's called the praise cure. We're going to take the praise cure. In Acts 16, 25 and 26. But at midnight, Paul and Silas were complaining and moaning and complaining and belly aching. No, they were praying and they were singing hymns to God. And the prisoners heard them. And suddenly there was a great earthquake so that the foundations of the prison were shaken. And I love this. And immediately all the doors were opened and everyone's chains were loosed. This is my last comment. Praising God for the truth that the word of God will not change. And when we stand on the word, our body will have to change. We praise him for what he's already done and his praise connects us to his power. Amen. So let's stand up, everybody. That's a good word tonight.